1: Welcome to Date Yourself Radio. I'm your host, Veronica Grant, and I'm a green smoothie enthusiast, a radical self care advocate, and a dating mindset coach for ambitious women looking for a deep and meaningful romantic partnership. Each week, you'll hear me answer a frequently asked question from this community, interview experts in the field, or work directly with a caller as I coach them through a dating or relationship obstacle they're facing. I give practical advice and tangible action that you can apply to your own life so you can learn how to treat yourself the way you want to be treated and get into the relationship you desire and deserve. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to episode number 45 of Date Yourself Radio. If you are new to this podcast, a very big and warm welcome to you. My name is Veronica and I'm your host and I'm a dating mindset coach for smart, successful women who feel like they have it all in their life except this one thing and I help them to find and keep their perfect for them relationship. And I just want to mention here, we've gotten a lot of new listeners over the past month or so on Date Yourself Radio, and I think it's so cool to hear and see where all of the listeners are coming from. So as expected, a lot of the listeners and the bulk of the listeners are from the United States, Canada. Uh, the United Kingdom, Australia has a good number, but there's also a lot from China and New Zealand and Mm -hmm. France, Denmark, the Czech Republic, Iraq, Argentina, Mexico, South Africa, all sorts of places. And I was just looking at this the other day and I just thought it was so cool. Even Ghana, um, Spain, Cayman Islands, Ireland, all sorts of places. And it's just so fun that I know that there are so many women out there. This goes, you know, beyond borders of how dating has just really turned into a really difficult and even toxic part of our life. And I'm just glad that we can all come together and joining in this new conversation of empowered and authentic dating. All right, so... If you're new to Date Yourself Radio, make sure you dip back into the archives so you don't miss out on some of the best, most soulful dating advice that I personally think is out there. All right, so we are diving into online dating, and I want you to pull out your calendar right now and mark in your calendar January 5th. January 5th is the number one day for online dating, meaning there's the most activity, the most new users, and the most people who have been taking a break, and then they start again, January 5th. It really picks up just after Christmas, around the 26th, 27th, and it stays strong until mid to late January. But January 5th actually seems to be the peak according to some studies and some numbers that I've seen pulled by, I believe, Match.com, but I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was Match.com's numbers that I was looking at. So online dating. It's something that is so polarizing and I find that women either love it or they hate it or they say online dating doesn't work for them or that they're going to quit online dating and they want to meet someone in quote unquote real life. Except in 2016, almost 2017, I'm not sure what real life is because so much of our lives are online. And I just wanted to point out that a lot of you all know have heard me talk about my dear friend and business wife, Casey Berglund of worthyandwell.com. And if you haven't listened to the radio or to yourself radio uh, since the summer or if you haven't listened um, as long as the summer, then make sure you scroll back down to the archives because Casey was on my show with me for about four episodes and I had flown up to Calgary and we recorded those episodes together in her office. And I just want to point out that that is the first time we ever met each other in real life. And I'm putting that in air quotes. We met online through, we had a It's the same business coach and business mastermind. We became friends. We were Skyping and talking and what'sapping all day long. We're like, hey, let's let's make this in person. And so that's what we did. And she's one of my dearest friends and definitely dearest business buddies. And it all happens from online. And I truly think that the same thing can happen for you when it comes to online dating. And I think online dating is a great tool, especially if you're introverted and you just don't want to go out to a bunch of social events and that just seems really exhausting and draining for you. Online dating is a great way to minimize the time that you have to spend being social to meet people. And that was one of my favorite parts of online dating because I am a mega introvert. The other great thing I think about online dating is, especially if you're busy. So also when I was online dating, I had a full-time job. I was teaching yoga in the evenings and I was starting this business. I was like putting the foundation down on the ground. So I was busy. I didn't have time to go out all the time. Just the hopes of maybe meeting someone and exchanging numbers with someone. I would have rather have just um, saw people online messaged a few times that, again, doesn't take a lot of time, maybe hopped on the phone 10, 15 minutes, everything all seemed well, then meeting them seems like a good idea. And that's what I did for a really long time. And it worked really, really well. So again, I don't think online dating is the problem. I think it's the way that we use it and the way that we approach it. And like most things, it's really just about the mindset. And after talking to my guest today, so bringing you to, to today's episode, I've learned a lot about the techie part of online dating, so the behind the scenes, the algorithm part, and how some sites may not actually be setting you up for success. Remember, a lot of online dating sites are simply businesses, right? I think it's a really interesting topic and conversation. So inner Dragon Fruit. Dragon Fruit is a brand new online dating app. It's been around for about a year or so, and it's designed for geeks as a safe space to meet, connect, and hopefully Date And now before you check me out and just say, I'm not a geek or whatever, I want you to hear me out because Ori, their founder, who's my guest today, has a pretty broad definition when it comes to geek. So it might surprise you to learn that you are, in fact, a geek, in which case I'm actually sure most of us are probably geeks because I'm definitely a geek after listening to his definition of what a geek is and i'm pretty sure that after you listen to this chat with ori you're gonna find yourself downloading this new dating app and it's not just the fact that it's about for geeks but we he he shares some features on dragon fruit that make a lot of sense to me that after i heard about them i couldn't believe that other dating swipe apps weren't doing the same now that being said online dating i'm going to be talking a lot about online dating from now until early to mid january or so and next week in my quickie episode, I'm actually going to demystify the swipe versus the the traditional online modality, so like Match.com or okay, keep it, things like that. I think they both have pros and cons, so I'm going to break it down for you in next week's episode. So if you are not subscribed to Date Yourself Radio, make sure you just click sub- subscribe in your iTunes app so that you get the notification when it comes up Monday morning and you can hear all about swipes and regular profiles. And if you want to try online dating again, if you want to say, okay, Veronica, you're right, maybe online dating is a really great tool, then I want to make sure that you are on my email list. And it's important to be my email list very soon after you listen to this episode, because I've decided to jump on the Black Friday train and or the Cyber Monday, so I guess a little bit of both train. And I'm going to be sharing a really cool way that you could work with me um, on online dating profiles. So I write my clients online dating profiles, mostly for private clients, but I do have some clients where we work together just on their online dating profiles. And so I'm going to be sharing a cool black Friday deal that I have around that. So if you want to be ready to date by January 5th, the number one day for online dating and have a brand new polished profile by then that really just helps you. You know, I don't help my clients feel like the profiles like fake or like, you know, bluffing them up in places that aren't really authentic, but I'm really good at teasing out the really cool, unique parts of you that really make you uh, pop so that the right types of people will want to message you and then the wrong types of people are actually just going to pass over you anyways, which is good for you. That saves a lot of your time. So if you're interested in hearing about that deal, then make sure you're on my list. You can get onto my list at veronicagrant.com and the the banner at the top, you can just click the little blue button, a pop-up will appear, just put in your name and email, and then you will be good to go. And I'm not talking about, or I'm not sharing what this Black Friday deal for online dating profiles is um, on Instagram or my Facebook group, or even on the podcast, except just to tell you to make sure you're on my email list so you hear about this. So make sure you get on my list and then make sure you Check your email. Well, yeah, check your email on Friday. So the day right after Thanksgiving when I will share what the special is. So if you want to make 2017 the year of love and the year that you are going to give online dating a real shot and make it work for you, because I truly believe you can make online dating work for you no matter who you are or what your goals are, then you are going to love this deal. All right, so let's get right into the episode with Ori. He, again, he is the founder of Dragonfruit. I don't have any specific questions for you to consider as you're listening in because it's a little bit of a different episode because I'm just trying to learn myself as much as I can about Dragonfruit and I love this new dating app. So your assignment is just to go ahead and actually download Dragonfruit and get started and maybe you can even walk through the or go through the app as Ori walks you through it, and you can see all the different features and all the cool things that it does that a lot of dating apps aren't using these days, or things that they are doing that Ori is kind of questioning a little bit. All right, welcome back to the show, everyone. And I've got Ori with me from Dragonfruit. So welcome, Ori.
2: Thank you very much for having me.
1: I am so excited to have you on the show. You're the first um, dating site, dating app, uh, person, guru, founder, whatever <laughs> the show. So I'm so excited. And I have so many questions for you because I know a lot of the women who listen to the show, they're on match. They're on Tender. They're on OK, Cupid. Bumble is all the new rage now. Um, so I'm excited to share, um, your app and your dating app with this community. So how about you just tell the audience a little bit about who you are and a little bit about Dragonfruit? Okay.
2: Um, well, dragon fruit is in a few words, uh, the dating app for geeks, um, which, uh, I know will not apply to everybody out there, but that's okay. Um, Yeah, we're a dating app for Geeks by Geeks, as we say. We encourage um, people with geeky persuasions and interests and things like that to have a place to get together and find each other and make connections and stuff like that. Um, It's um, on Android and on iOS and on the web, uh, and it is... Pretty much, you know, we would try as much as possible to give you everything you would expect out of that. But we also mm-hmm. try very hard to um, make it so that people can connect on a level that is a little bit more uh, intimate, I think, by matching people who have similar interests. Um, now, okay. of course, the emphasis is on the geeky stuff, mm-hmm. but it isn't only that. Um, and uh, I think it's pretty
1: great. Okay. <laughs> Awesome. So I want to break this down a little bit. Um, (laughs) So the first thing is, and I know you're asked this all the time, what is a geek? (laughs) Or how do you define a geek?
2: (laughs) My definition of a geek is probably a little different from the way a lot of people will look at it. Um, That sometimes people will think a geek is like, The person who wasn't cool in high school or the person who, you know, um, there's a lot of negative stigma around the the word geeks, nerds, dorks. I don't know. Um, there, there are a lot of, uh, sort of pejorative uses for these things. Personally, I think a geek is anybody who is passionate about something. Um, pretty much anything, I think uh, maybe to a slightly unhealthy degree. I don't know. But somebody who has something that they're really, really into. If you can talk about something for hours on end, get into the details, trade theory. I mean, it can be anything at all. It can be from, from, from Star Trek to, to different varietals of coffee. If you can just sit and talk and you love to interact on that kind of level,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you're a geek in that thing. And that's who we're trying to reach. People who yeah. are passionate.
1: Yeah. I, I like that. And I, that, that tends to broaden the, the, you know, the, the scope of who a geek is or cause I would be a geek cause there's a lot of things I could jam on <laughs> <I> <laughs> for think a long time. <laughs> within that definition, I think that a lot of people would say, Hey, that
2: sounds like me. And that's exactly <laughs> what we're going for. We want people to look at themselves differently mm-hmm. uh, and appreciate that if you can geek out, if you have that, level of, of of passion, then mm-hmm. you would probably have a good time talking about that stuff with somebody else who's into similar things the same thing all of that as you it's mm-hmm. it's a really good way of connecting with people of taking that first step when you know that um, that you have that in common
1: yeah so what's your what's your geekdom I think that's what you guys call it on the app
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes um, my geekdom. Um, I'm really into... Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did I mean to embarrass you?
2: <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. I, uh, I fly my geek flag proudly as, as <laughs> everybody else should. Um, I, I'm, in, I'm into a, a whole host of different things, obviously, mm. but I'm more of a you know, traditional geeky person. Like, I love my sci-fi. I really enjoy you know, fantasy novels and things like that. Lately, okay. I have um, been into cooperative strategic board games which is like there's a resurgence going on in the world. There's like a, a, a renaissance in board games. So is games this like,
1: like Settlers of Catan or something?
2: Settlers is a very kind of, um, it's like a gateway drug into the world of, of uh, uh, okay. board games. There
1: are,
2: there are some really excellent ones out there that gets you to sit together with a group of people or even just two uh, and play together against a problem and it's about solving that problem about strategizing things like that i think the board games massive tangent here board mm-hmm. games are a really great way to get to know somebody to learn yeah. how they tick and <laughs>
0: um
2: and and just really get into somebody's mind it's a really cool way of of getting to know a person so yeah big fan of that
1: if someone <laughs> plays a board game with me they quickly learn that i'm hyper competitive <laughs> Well, and that's the kind of thing you should know going in don't you think? That's too- <laughs> <laughs> um totally true I think my inner geekdom is because I know some of the listeners gonna be like what's what's Veronica's um mine I think is psychoanalyzing relationships on movies and tv shows <laughs> I could do yeah. that for hours which I guess is why I'm a dating coach because that's what mm-hmm. I do for for God, a living a lot of interesting
2: stuff there I mean particularly yeah. from people who analyze media from the perspective of like the way that things are written mm-hmm. and choices that people make in order to drive story and things like that. I mean it can get fascinating. (laughs) It's great.
1: I agree. Get into the
2: details, (laughs) into the tiny little minutiae of of your favorite character's Psyche. It's that's that's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. Definitely. I love doing that. I always bring in like (laughs) Sex in the City or How I Met Your Mother references into my blog posts. So Mm -hmm. okay, so back to the the app. So how okay I know like Algorithms are, they are secret, you know, like in matches, you know, who knows what theirs is and OKCupid. Okay, but I always thought that they always were kind of somewhat based on interests, right? Right. You like you have your interests block or um, or your question you have to answer. Um, so is that not the case? Or I guess, how are you guys different is what I'm really asking.
2: I think... I mean, I don't know. You're, you're quite right that the way that these things happen on a lot of sites is proprietary. They don't, mm-hmm. they don't like to share. Um, but my understanding of it is uh, that they do things on a fairly quantitative um, basis.
1: Okay.
2: So you answer tons of questions on some of these apps and some of these websites
1: mm-hmm.
2: that then. basically their system runs through and simply compares your answers one to one. You know, you, you get an uptick. If you said the same thing, you get a downtick. If you said something different, um, what we're trying to do is look at things more qualitatively. Okay. Um, we devised a system whereby we put together a ginormous database Mm -hmm. of every kind of geekdom you can imagine. (laughs) It's huge. (laughs) uh and it took a really long time
1: yeah is there a harry potter one Yes, (laughs)
2: Yes, oh, <laughs> there is a fun. very large section, dedicated to <laughs> including like every facet, every character, <laughs> every everything, because people like different things mm-hmm. about different things, right? For different sure. reasons. And that's, sure. that's where things get really interesting. So what we did was we have this huge list basically of all the stuff you could be, you could possibly be into. And it's growing every day as we discover new things, as our users propose new things for it. Mm-hmm. And We connect each data point to each other data point with um, the ways in which they connect to one another. Every single one is connected to the other with uh, from a qualitative perspective. So you have, you know. well, let's take let's take How I Met Your Mother that you were talking about, right? It's, yeah. it's, it, How I Met Your Mother is a show that a lot of people are really into, but for really different reasons. Right. Um, saying that your favorite character is Bonnie is very different from saying that your character is Lillian Marshall. Right. Um, those and and those people are going to relate to one another in different ways. So. We understand that a person who really enjoys Barney's shenanigans is going to, you know, be more of the, um, you know, mischief and mayhem type, possibly has different attitudes towards women, possibly has, um, you know, a a different philosophy, Mm -hmm. I guess compared to the more, you know, romantic characters. Ted is all about romance and grand gestures and all of that. But th- these are different. And right. every point is scored differently to each other. Got it. Which means that once you put it in action, the results are really rather sophisticated in the way that they put people together. Um, I mean, we work very hard on it and mm-hmm. I'm very proud of the way that it works. Um,
1: awesome.
2: And that's without getting too deep into the weeds. Yeah. That's, yeah you, don't have that's
1: to, we do you don't have to tell your secrets to, to us.
2: <laughs> that, is, that is how we do it in a like really tiny chunk.
1: Okay, cool. So, um, on one of the, well, actually how I found you, a lot of my listeners have heard me talk about this is why you're single show. And actually mm-hmm. Lara was on my show as well. Um, so one thing I think you guys were talking about that I think I heard you say in that episode, and I'll put that in the show notes, everyone listening, um, is, um, Oh man, let's, I'm probably going to get this wrong, but basically it forces, the app forces you to be honest with yourself. Yes. Can you explain a little bit about what you mean by that? Like, how does the app do that? And then I guess kind of back up, because I guess a lot of people kind of put this fabricated like view of themselves on a profile. So I guess we should start from from there. So let's, yeah, let's actually back up. Like, so what are some of the mistakes that people are making when they are making writing profiles that are not on Dragon Fruit?
2: Um, I think that in general, the biggest problem that people have on with with online dating is, um, well, I mean, it is an honesty thing and it's not just honesty with the person who they're talking to, but it's honesty with themselves Mm -hmm. in terms of what they want and what they expect to happen. I think, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people go out and expect, Expect to find And it's, it's kind of a tyranny of choice problem you're, you're presented with these Millions and millions of options of people And you know you're just, just Just dismissing Them out of hand because When faced with so much choice And so many options You essentially are given The impression that When When, when the pool Is limitless the perfect Person is probably in there and I don't think that's necessarily false, but I think that it's um, it's a bit much to expect that from every single interaction. Um, and people are not being honest in terms of what they want uh, and what they expect because they think that they can get... They they are likely to find somebody who simply doesn't exist. Um, you know, the, the, the way that I put it is uh, that everybody wants everybody wants to meet Ryan Gosling, but they don't realize that what they really want is Jeff Goldblum. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic Park, not Jeff Goldblum lately because he's gone a bit weird. Uh, (laughs) So the... um, And I think and I think that the problem is that people aren't willing to put themselves on the line there so that they're not they're they're not being honest with themselves in that way. But they're also not really being honest with the people out there because they know that they're looking for something that is probably not going to exist. And they also know that other people are looking for that in them. And that means that they're hiding bits of themselves, um, which is really important not to do. And I think Mm -hmm. that's really the most important Thing. The, the, the the biggest mistake that people make yeah. is hiding parts of themselves that are crucial to their own identity but which they think they're insecure about or I don't know they think is going to be a turnoff to people and yeah. that's simply false because as long as you um, as long as you broaden your horizons people are going to to be a lot more accepting of your foibles and 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 you know etc et a lot more than you give them credit for. In fact, I think that most people would agree that the people, like people in good relationships, they love their partners not despite their imperfections, but because of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that that's a really important thing to embrace for people on online. Um, yeah. As an example, operating in my niche, um, geeks are made in general to feel ashamed about who they are and what they love. Mm-hmm. Being a geek is not cool, or at least it didn't used to be these days. It's getting a little bit better. It's a pretty <laughs> good time to be a geek, I will I will admit. But there's still an awful lot of stigma, and there's still a lot of emotional scarring of people who grew up not being accepted. And that means yeah. that even though... Every Friday night, you know, there's that that question on a lot of uh, on a lot of dating sites. You know, what do I do on my Friday night? Even though a lot of them stay home and play cooperative board games with their friends, like <laughs> I do, um, they will nonetheless say, "I go out to nightclubs, or I'm always at the newest restaurant or bar, or you know, I'm hanging out with Hollywood A-listers." Um, when, when that simply isn't reflective of their life. Yeah. And the, the the problem that that creates is that when you do meet somebody, you need to back that up. Yeah. And you need to accept that the um, the perception of who you have created is something that you need to internalize and become. And if that's not who you are, then that's going to blow up eventually. Yeah, um, You know, if you have met somebody online claiming that you never play board games or you never play video games or you never watch science fiction or whatever – And it turns out that that's actually a relationship that can more or less work. You're stuck with that forever. Right. You're never allowed to play video games or board games or watch sci fi again (laughs) because that's who you established yourself at the beginning because you thought that that's what the other person wanted. Yeah. So. I have gone so far away from your actual question. No,
1: I mean I think you're you're bringing up a lot of really good <laughs> things. And these and, th- and these are similar things that I teach um, about, you know, online dating and um, <laughs> there's there's this tendency. I mean, you're talking more about like you know lying to yourself and to others about what your true interests are and what you actually like to do on a Friday night. Um, but then there's also the thing of, for some reason, believing we have to be vanilla. Um, and likable to everyone. Like we have to Mm -hmm. like the cool things or the cool movie or the cool band. Um, and it's just, I I talk about this idea of make, of making your profile like pistachio ice cream Mm because some people hate pistachio ice cream, but some people love it. Mm -hmm. I hate it. Some people love it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, whereas we try to make it vanilla or a lot, I see a lot of women try to making it vanilla and everyone, Mm -hmm. no one loves vanilla. No one likes vanilla. It's just vanilla. You can make it taste like anything, you know, you can put anything on it. Um, Mm -hmm. so, so yeah, I'm totally, totally on board with you. So I guess my, um, original, so now, now I think we're at a better segue to ask my original question, which was how do you, how does the app force you to stay honest with yourself?
2: Well, in the first place, it's a question of Mm self-selection. People who are on Dragonfruit are, tautologically, people who are on Dragonfruit. I mean, you had to decide to be there. And that already (laughs) makes people a lot more comfortable with what they put out there. Yeah. Um, I don't think that forcing people to be honest is the right way to look at it. I think that the trick is to create an environment where people are comfortable. Being more honest. Okay. So, the fact that everybody who you're talking to on Dragonfruit made the decision to be on a geek dating app is already going a long way to achieving that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that one of the problems with some of the more mainstream sites and apps, etc., is that they are so broad reaching. Um, but I think that the fact that we have our interest based matching algorithm at work, and that it's publicly displayed, there's no secret there. Everything that you write as your geekdom is viewable. And in fact, we made it as viewable as possible. It's the, the thing that you see first and foremost, other than a photograph, um, is, is the geekdom, which means that right away, at a glance, you know what a person is into. And there's simply no point, the way that we designed it, there's no point in hiding that. If you think, I mean, what is the point in matching with somebody who isn't into the stuff that you are because you have lied about what you're into? Right. I mean, in in every other context saying, I don't know, I'm really into motorcycles. (laughs) Um, That might be fine in a lot of places. And you're probably not going to have to back that up with anything right in most contexts and on other sites and things but if that's the basis upon which you are being matched with people what would be the point yeah you're going to end up having way more conversations about motorcycles than you ever wanted (laughs) right just to put that out there to make yourself look cool is fundamentally failing at the central premise of a dating site
1: sure yeah I, I love that. So, okay, what's what's the user experience like on Dragon Fruit? Is it swiping? Is it looking at profiles? Is it all mobile? Tell um, us a little bit about that.
2: Okay. Uh, yes, we have a mobile app on Android and on iOS, as I said. Yeah. We're also on web, in case you don't have one of those devices, or in case, God forbid, you're a Windows mobile user. Um, <laughs> no offense, anybody out there, but really, get yourself together. Um <laughs> <laughs> the the experience is designed to be as familiar as possible for as many people as possible. So okay. we have a search section which looks a lot like the way that you would expect to see on OkoCupid, for example. Um, they're a good site. We model a lot of their, of our um, uh, so, so some of our user experience elements on them. I okay. think they do a great job, so there's no reason to um to 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 reinvent the wheel, really. So you can browse through people um in a sort of face card, go through, see their profile kind of way. Um, And you know, it's a little grid, et cetera. But you can also um filter through people and search people via their geek tips.
1: Okay. So you
2: go into the search filters and you say, I want to meet people who are into Star Trek the Next Generation. Bing, it's in there. And it'll show you people who are into that and who are into similar things. And that's where things get pretty clever in terms of how we uh, generate a list of people who are into stuff that's similar to as well as exactly what you're looking for. Um, but then we also have the matching section, which does look a lot like Tinder. It's got individuals and you swipe left and right. Okay. Um, but the key difference here is that we're not showing you a list, a randomized list, this is an ordered list of your best matches first. Okay. And the idea behind that was to give people the shortest distance between sign up and into a valuable conversation with somebody who they might be interested in. Sure. Um,. And then, of course, you know, swiping right and that'll give you, you know, it'll put people into your favorites list and you can review your favorites list. And there are like mutual matches and you get pinged when somebody likes you back, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But you don't need to go through that. In fact, we try to design it with as much freedom for the user as possible. Uh, In the search section, we put everything out there for you. You can search, on the web version at least, you can search anywhere in the world if you want to. You can look for different genders if you want to because who are we to judge? If you wake up one morning and decide, hey, you know what, I'm going to look for something that I'm not usually interested in, go ahead. You're free Mm -hmm. to do so. So there are the two kind of – there are the two facets of it. The the first is – total freedom the second is give us a chance to show you the people we think are going to be the best fit
1: oh cool so then can you message anyone then and anyone can message you
2: um yes
1: okay yes and so the swiping is just letting each other know that there was an interest but you could have messaged that person before correct okay
2: correct but um before anybody freaks out there there <laughs> are there are limitations on how this works um mm-hmm. a person can only message so many people for the first time in a set amount of time meaning that you oh, won't okay. get people spamming like crazy sure. to everybody they can find
1: mm-hmm.
2: um and also i think now would be a really excellent time to mention uh how important to us the um the, the the like our harassment policy etc yeah um it's a really really important part of everything that we do um it's actually one of the first things that i wrote about when i started sort of developing the idea in my mind um before you know hiring developers and programmers and all of that nonsense um before i did any of that i sat down and i wrote out a Long, probably longer than it needed to be, (laughs) um, treatise on the way in which I kind of perceived through my experience through the experience of my friends and my family of um of women and of minorities and of gay people etc uh online and how that to me is just like an absolute hard line none of that is acceptable in Mm -hmm. any form so and that morphed itself into being a harassment policy and it's something that i take very very seriously it's also you know built in in terms of the design so that you can report people whenever they do something wrong, and it will be individually um, investigated to see what action is most appropriate, etc. And really, there is extremely low tolerance for any kind of crap like that. It's just not. Awesome. I I, I want Dragon Fruit to be as safe a space for everybody, no matter.
1: I know a lot of the listeners listening to that will definitely appreciate that. And can you talk a little bit about or share... You can't send photos over the app. Is that correct? No.
2: Yes, that is correct. So
1: no dick pics. (laughs) Yeah,
2: no. um, I'm still shocked by how that's even a thing. But um, (laughs) I guess I'm just not built that way. I don't understand it. But yeah, uh, way back, we were talking about the interface and how people were able to communicate. And it was like, well, okay, yeah, let's send, you know, let's, let's activate everything. You want people to have freedom, give them the freedom to send things and videos and things. I'm like, that doesn't sound like a good idea to me. (laughs) Um, I think, I anything that somebody is willing to transmit in private, they ought to more or less be willing to transmit in public. Mm -hmm. So if you want a photo to be seen by people, go ahead and put it on your profile. Yeah. (laughs) Good luck with that because you're not (laughs) going to get past our harassment policy. Um, I didn't want to give people the opportunity to act like the dicks in their pics um, (laughs) in a sort of closed environment when nobody's looking. Yeah. I, I just, I didn't think that that is something that people were missing. If you really want someone to send a photo more than the, you know, seven that you can put on your profile, if you really want that from a person, then go ahead. You can communicate and do that. Give them your email address, start trading phone yeah. numbers, meet up in person, do all kinds of lovely things. But I do not want a situation where someone goes, hi, and someone responds, hi, and somebody responds, penis. No, <laughs> um, it's just not. Um, it didn't seem like a good idea. And honestly, I don't, I, we, we haven't gotten any complaints about that.
1: Yeah. Um, now that I think, thinking about it, like, it's like, <laughs> why would you even have the option to send a picture? It's like, if if you're sending pictures to each other, it's like, Get off the app and just be texting or emailing. Mm-hmm. I think um, that a lot of apps,
2: a lot of sort of the philosophy of uh, of, of technology firms in general, which you know I'm loath to describe myself as one, but I guess I don't have a choice, <laughs> um, is to put as much functionality and cool new stuff in as possible right. without really thinking through the implications and what the user gets out of that. Right. Um, so, so it's not. But, but I'm approaching things differently. Everything that I do is taken first and foremost with the user experience in mind. And yeah, Yeah. it's not hard to make a photo transfer thing in, Mm -hmm. in the messaging system. It isn't hard. Right. I just don't think it's a good idea.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. I love that. Um, do you have any like data or information? Like do, do people go out on dates a lot from from Dragon Fruit? Do you do you have any idea? I do.
2: Um, I don't have like numerical data because, A, it's pretty hard to track and, so, B, I don't think I would want to anyway. Uh, yeah. Another thing that I take very seriously is data privacy. So okay. we keep as much information on people as is necessary to allow them to use the site. Mm-hmm. Uh, but beyond that, I try to stay out of people's lives as mm-hmm. much as possible. But I do mm-hmm. get emails from people and I encourage people to write to me and tell me about good experiences that they've had and like mm-hmm. conversations that have gone places and stuff. And I know that there are people who are meeting and talking and going out on dates um we haven't had i mean we're a little too young to have like a a wedding um (laughs) Mm -hmm. yet but i do know that there are people who are using and enjoying and meeting people and uh and that is is really very rewarding for me
1: that's awesome that's kind
2: of the point i mean
1: yeah
2: all the other goals are secondary to sure. the idea that I might have in some way contributed to, you know, making somebody happy. It's, it, yeah, it's it really does mean a lot to me that, that I might've had a part in that. I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> I can relate to that. Um, how, how long has has Dragon Fruit been around? Uh,
2: so we're actually, uh, right now in the process of, uh, celebrating our one year anniversary. Oh, wow. Um, I
1: didn't realize you were that new.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh the web oh. app came out about a year ago. Okay. That's um, you know, on your browser, et cetera. And we launched our iOS and Android um apps uh in April. So it's only been about six months to the, that we went fully mobile.
1: That's great. Um, so, you
2: know, start, starting out, but things are going well.
1: Yeah. And are you in the U.S. and Canada or just the U.S.? I have a lot of Canadian listeners, so I have to ask for them.
2: <laughs> we are in the U.S., we are Canada, and we are anywhere else you choose to mention. Um, awesome. We're mostly focusing on on the U.S. and on the sort of northeastern region. Okay. Um, but that doesn't mean to say that we do not have uh, a lot of users in other places. Sure. Um the first week I kind of, I think there was a bit of an intention of sort of limiting geographically where we were going to be kind of forgot to do that. (laughs) Um, but, but it's okay because there are a lot of places that kind of sprung up randomly. I mean, yeah. Canada is a, is a popular place for us. Obviously, the more uh, populated areas—Toronto, Vancouver, Montreal, ottawa there are actually a surprising number of people in Ottawa. Um, mm-hmm. th- that uh, there, there are users there, and and you know they they are interacting and everything is is great there. But we've had some weird places that I never would have expected just because some local media picked up on a story. Um, Sweet is one we've got a lot of people in uh the buenos aires area of argentina
1: Hmm.
2: um never would have expected it but it's awesome well that makes sense then awesome
1: great that makes sense (laughs) for argentina because i've i don't know if you read um aziz ansari's book modern romance haven't oh it's a good book i recommend it but um he talks a lot about what dating is like in buenos aires and it doesn't sound like it's fun if you're looking for something serious. <laughs> I can understand why someone would want to have an app like that. <laughs>
2: I genu. I, I, just, I don't know. I mean, all yeah. I can say is that it was nice to see that people are into it in places that I didn't anticipate. Um, but that's interesting. I'll have to, I'll have to check that out. I didn't even think about yeah, that.
1: Yeah. So, okay. So where can, um, where can people find you? So they can search dragon fruit. Cause I did it in iOS and mm-hmm. Android, um, and then what's your? Do you guys have a website? Something where they can yep. learn uh,
2: All of the links to the apps, etc., are on dragonfruitapp.com. Uh, you can also find our blog there, um, which we work very hard on. We've got some very talented writers and artists who uh, who contribute to that. I definitely recommend taking a look if you're interested in you know romance and relationships from a you know geeky perspective uh lots of really terrible jokes and uh <laughs> and, and references that most people will just roll their eyes at but that's what we love um you can also follow us on twitter uh at proj p r o j dragonfruit that proj is short for project um and uh on facebook dragonfruit app etc
1: Awesome, yeah, and we'll include all those links in the show notes for everyone. Um, okay, last question. This is yeah. I ask this to all my guests. What is your favorite way to treat yourself?
2: Ooh. <laughs> hmm.
1: Other than games on a Friday night. <laughs> yeah.
2: Clearly. Um, I have a new puppy.
1: Uh-huh. I, I got her about that. two months ago and Aww. she has
2: brought so much joy into my life. Yeah. Um, it's pretty remarkable that she hasn't barked at all during the last little <laughs> while that we've been talking. Uh, but I find that the best way for me to relax is to take her out and watch her play in the dog park and mm. stuff like that. Like my really, the, Best thing in my life right now is my puppy. I recommend it to everyone. Yeah.
1: Puppies
2: are the best.
1: Yeah, Uh. I can relate to that (laughs) big time. I'm a a dog lover. We got our dog about, I guess, a year and a half ago, and I'm obsessed. Yeah. It's like life before Kappa, life after Kappa.
2: (laughs) If I I, I can add to that a Star Trek rerun and a cup of tea, um, (laughs) that'll do it for me.
1: I've never seen Star Trek, and I just watched Star Wars for the first time like four months ago. Um, my Keep fiance relations. made me. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: it was like requirement before we got married. I'm not. I'm not as
2: militant as a lot of people are about these kinds of things. Um, but I am always surprised when people say that they've never seen any Star Trek or Star Wars or any of these things. Not because they're you know that great. I totally understand that they're not for everybody, but they are kind of a cultural force.
1: Yeah, that that was so, why I really wanted to watch Star Wars. I also can get really into like wh- like epic series like that where there's like. Um, theories and, like, oh, did this Mm -hmm. really happen or what did that really mean? Like, you know, and, like, Harry Potter, it's the same kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I...
2: I read (laughs) Fifty Shades of Grey. I didn't want to. I didn't like it, but I knew that I had to if I was going to understand what everyone was talking about. exactly. I think I might get lynched for comparing Star Wars to Fifty Shades of Grey now.
1: Yikes. (laughs) Oh, well. Enough I (laughs) mean. All right. Well, thank you so much again for coming on to the show today. It was so great to have you here. And I hope that a lot of my listeners will jump on over to Dragonfruit and give it a try.
2: I hope so. And if they do, by the way, little note, um, it would be really cool if people were to give us feedback, tell us what, okay. what they like and stuff like that. You can cool. do it via Twitter or whatever. Um, that's the only way we can do it better and, sure. and keep, uh, keep going in the right direction.
1: Yeah. Awesome. They will do that. All right, well, thank <laughs> you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Date Yourself Radio. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive free coaching with me in an upcoming episode or submit your question. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe to it in iTunes. I would also be so grateful if you left a review since that helps me share the power of dating yourself with more women. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be a part of my community at Grant.com. Until next week, here's to treating yourself the way you want to be treated. Much love and happy dating.
0: Imagine the